Happy holidays, horror hunts. It is your Christmas cheer of the past, V. Present. <laughs> and we are one week closer to the happiest time of the year Halloween <laughs> yes um by the time this episode comes out, you would have already heard the sad news that Netflix decided to cancel The Midnight Club. We mourned the loss of what would have been a second season, but we absolutely love Mike Flanagan for sharing a Tumblr post that he created detailing what would have happened in the second season and answered any cliffhangers theories and mysteries that were left from season one which i really appreciate because not a lot of directors would do that for a tv series that was cancelled so early on Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was my theory as well. He doesn't actually state when the exclusivity starts, but from his post, it sounded like he was hoping that Netflix would give, would have given The Midnight Club a second season. Um, but who knows? Potentially, um, Amazon could say, why not do a second season for us? But I don't think that would happen. So now that he's signed that, does it mean uh, the fall of house, uh, the fall of the house of Usher is gonna be on Netflix or Amazon? Mm, because because when he like tweeted about the announcement, he was like, "I'm so excited that I can finally announce this." And they wrapped filming for the fall of house of Usher back July, so almost six months ago. So it's gonna be interesting to see if the fall of the house of Usher is gonna be on Amazon Prime. But I think it might be his last Netflix film or Netflix TV show. So they must have given him money. Yes, it's definitely going to be interesting for sure. To be honest, Mike Flanagan has just taken up brain space in my head recently. And it's very weird. Let me have a quick little gander. Yes.
Yeah, but was it as good as fresh? Mm. Gross. Mm, I don't know. I I don't there's something about Timothy Chalamet that I don't get and I don't wanna get. Legit, I don't understand people with that first day for him. It makes no sense. But I will probably wait until this film comes out on home rental slash video sort of thing. I don't know if that's like a few, thank God that terrible film is over, but or phew, I can relax now, sort of thing. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have to revisit this when I do eventually watch it, but um, I have found some more horror news. So I believe we spoke about it last week. We didn't. Uh, so as you probably heard from our last episode, we had to re-record it and we couldn't remember our horror news. But in the original recording, I brought up that there was a leak of Ghostface holding a shotgun. Guess what? Paramount removed it for copyright purposes. So it's a legit screenshot from the film so whoever they're pointing that shotgun at it's gonna be i feel like gut-wrenching It's it, there is already rampant gun crime in not only America but other parts of the world. It is on a rise, and you would be like, "What? There's always been gun crime." Yes, and that's what I'm saying. There is more gun crime than usual, and it is terrifying. And horrors are yes supposed to be escapism, but also the real horror films have real life aspects that will terrify you i think we've spoken about a couple of films um horror films that we were like this is 
amazing because this feels like an actual real life horror that we would face in our everyday life. So, but at the same time, Scream 2, they had guns. The first Scream, Sydney fucking double tapped their fucking asses with a gun. You can't stop complaining now about horror films having guns. Especially Scream, because Scream is supposed to depict like a serial killer in real life. It's not like, you know, your Freddy, Jace, uh, Freddy Jason's, Michael's, Chucky's. It is depicting a real life scenario that could actually happen in our everyday life. So just there are bigger battles to fight. If you want guns to be stopped being depicted in films, go speak to your Congress people about actually banning ga- guns in real fucking life. Oh my god, me too. And you're probably thinking, Meg, B, why are you talking about gremlins in December? Because it's a fucking Christmas film, okay? Buckle up. <laughs> I did not realize that, but I can kind of, um, anyway. I can kind of see why, because gremlins themselves are absolute fucking menaces. And I love it. I just thought they were cute. (laughs) Same. It did not scare me growing up watching it. I was just so enamoured by Mogwise and Gizmo and Gremlins and all the different Gremlins as well. Like the rules you had to follow and all this stuff. And I was just like, this would be so cool if they were real. Like, imagine having a Mogwai in person. I would literally pass away from happiness. Oh my god, stop it. I love that. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it was. Oh, this film is such an epitome for so many people's like childhoods. And before we get into like the film itself, um, it had a budget of eleven million dollars, and at the box office, it made a drum roll, please, two hundred and twelve million dollars. So people loved it. I did not know that. (laughs) Love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But thankfully, we are getting a Disney Plus series for Percy Jackson. So we're just going to have to wait and see if that is true to the books. But anyway, um, you can definitely tell that his humour has carried over into this film. Because even though it's supposed to be a opera, it's so funny. So funny. Yes. I think because I watched this around a similar time that I watched Flubber growing up, the inventions from Flubber and Gremlins just live in my head rent-free as a child. I was like, why can't these be real? Again, like Mugwise, I'm like, why is this all not in my life right now? Please, and that is probably why I did not have that many friends growing up. I have friends now, fine. Oh, my God. (laughs) um barney isn't it his dog's name yeah reading here i don't like people threatening animals in films i don't like seeing animals die in films i even if it's an animal that i'm not the most enamored with I still get so extremely upset because I'm like, that is someone's pet. That is someone's love. (laughs) Maybe we should put her down. Honestly, you just root for Billy in this whole entire film. You're like, I want him to get the girl.
See, that's the part I didn't like. I did not want to see Gizmo scream and be like, make it stop. Oh, he's just a fun little guy that just wants to be left alone. He just it. Literally, there's only three rules. Three simple rules. And what does he do? Breaks every single fucking one of them. Yeah, science teacher. Former elementary school science teacher, Mr. Handsome. Yeah, but Stripe is actually really cool. <laughs> I can't be mad at Stripe. Have you seen his face? His little mohawk. I love him. Yeah, but if they if they, if they wanted to aim it towards kids, they couldn't kill a dog, could they? I do. A hundred percent, yeah. And we'd be like, this film actually traumatised me as a child. But instead we're like, no, this is a really cute film. They're just having fun. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. They remind me of the um, xenomorph eggs from Alien. Yeah. Yeah. They probably did. They would absolutely drive Hitler to even more of madness. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They would have put a stop to the war <laughs> before anyone else. <laughs> um, but don't forget, um, the um, gremlins tortured Gizmo after they hatched and they also attacked Billy's mother. Yes. 
honestly it's just that i think is one of the scenes that stick out the most from the gremlins two films and also if we haven't mentioned before this was all practical like these were little puppets like animatronics And it like the green salad. Oh yeah, this this film just had iconic kills. The Gremlins. Let's just let's just state that for a fact, right now. Yes, yes. Um, and where does he escape to? All places. The local YMCA, and jumps into the swimming pool and. Spawns an entire army of gremlins that wreaks havoc on this poor town. And many people were injured, many people were killed. Billy reports it to the police, but they 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 prove no help at all because they don't believe his story, even after he shows him Gizmo. They did so many iconic things with these gremlins. And we'll get to the scene after they've rescued Kate. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, Stripe had a chainsaw at one point in this fucking film. But <laughs> yes, I that was very iconic. But Billy rescues um his girlfriend, Kate. Yes, yes. So um they went to the now abandoned bank and Kate reveals to Billy and Gizmo um, why she hates Christmas. So when she was nine, uh, her father went missing on Christmas Eve and did not come home Christmas Day. Several days later, he was sadly found dead in a chimney while dressed as Santa Claus. He was planning on surprising her and her mother but he accidentally slipped and broke his neck while climbing down the chimney. Still suffering from 
and this is from Wikipedia, post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> because of the event, um, Kate confesses this is how she discovered the truth about Santa Claus. And that will ruin anyone's childhood. Yeah. Yeah, because not everyone has family. Not everyone has the best experience around this time of year. Um, we're probably gonna see a lot, especially this Christmas coming up, especially in the UK. Um, because there's so much happening in the UK where people can't afford to put on their heatings, and. This joyous, happiest time of the year's bullshit is not correct. You can be alone and sad and traumatized, even when it's supposed to be magical, whimsical. Santa's gonna bring me lots of candy. Sorry, sorry. Well, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Well, Billy and Kate discover the town has fallen silent. And we're getting to the best scene in the whole entire film. The gremlins are fucking watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in the local theatre. <laughs> I can imagine. I would, I would just love to watch this film with fresh eyes once more. And they were also dressed up. They had tinsel wrapped around them. They had like Christmas hats on. It was just so funny. Literally, like, especially this scene. Like, whoever came up with this scene, I hope they got a raise after it because it was fan fucking tastic. As um Billy and Kate discover this. They set off a natural gas explosion. It takes out all of them, except for one. Can you guess which one? That motherfucker. Um, he left to commandeer more candy from the, the store across the street. As morning approaches, they follow Stripe into a department store where Stripe attempts to use a water fountain to spawn more gremlins. And then we get the hero of the day. Gizmo plucks up the bravery in his little fluffy body and he opens the skylight, um, exposing Stripe to sunlight and it killed him. Literally, the non-human characters in this film are the heroes. Hundred <laughs> percent. If I saw a fucking gremlin, I'd be like, "This is it. 
I'm dead. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I know. So the film ends with um the local news report on the day's mysterious tragedies. Mr. Wing. Like the witch in Wizard of Oz. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it didn't traumatize me at all that scene. And none of none of I don't I I don't know why this film. I was just like, yay. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I melting. I melting. But yes, I can understand why it would traumatize someone. But I was built different. Anyway, <laughs> um, Mr. Wing, who originally at the beginning of the film said no to Billy's dad buying Gizmo, he comes along and reclaims Gizmo at. The Pizza home. He criticized both the Pizzlers and Western society for their carelessness with nature. However, as he turns to leave, Gizmo, having bonded with Billy, the young man goodbye. A touched Mr. Wing then concedes that Billy may be ready one day, but until then, Gizmo will be waiting. Yeah. No, truly, they do. <laughs> They really do. But there is a second Gremlins that came out six years later. But it's not based around Christmas. So we're not talking about it today. It is. And it gives me one of my favorite Gremlins of all time. And our first ever female Gremlin, Greta. I have a Greta figurine. Yes, um, the sequel for this is really good. It came out in 1990, so six years later. And it does follow on from 
1984 film, which I fucking love. Absolutely love. And we get even more iconic gremlins, more iconic kills, more iconic scenes. But we will talk about that another day. Oh, yeah. Um, I think growing up we were multicolored, but as we've gotten older, we've become more of a white light slash warm light kind of family. But I I enjoy both. Mm. It really does, and I have never met a single person that does not love gremlins i like i i honestly i truly don't think i've ever met someone that goes i hate gremlins it's an awful movie because you can't say that because you're wrong and if you say otherwise blocked exactly because we don't want to traumatize kate even more Yes, yes. I don't think we've decided what we're going to do the next week. Yeah. You guys, us guys, we, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. I, it's not a face, mom. It's who I am. <laughs> Our social medias are Instagram at Horhans Podcast and Twitter at Horhans Pod because Twitter is still alive. Uh, is it strong? Is it strong though? It's it's falling apart still, but it's still an active website. So, um, you can tweet us, you can message us, you can comment on posts, you can do this, that, and the other. Um, just don't be rude. Um, and don't tell us we're wrong because 
<laughs> I don't care. But if you tell me my opinion is wrong about a film, that is not what we do in this household. We respect everyone's opinions, whether we agree or disagree. Exactly. Um... I think we've got one more episode in our Christmas bonanza. Yeah. I think so. So it's got to be good. Anyway, we will love you and leave you. And we will see you next week for whatever episode that will be. Okay, we love you. Bye. Thank you.